Hello, and thank you for tuning into Ukraine Watch. My name is Marco Soproniuk. Today, I'm joined by Penny Pritzker, the U.S. Special Representative for Ukraine's Economic Recovery, who previously served as the 38th U.S. Secretary of Commerce under President Barack Obama. Secretary Pritzker, thank you for taking the time to speak with us. Real pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. This week, we are commemorating the two-year anniversary of the Kremlin's unprovoked full-scale invasion. Despite the conventional wisdom at the time, Ukraine didn't collapse. Two years onward, it continues to resist, and its overstretched forces have successfully held off Moscow's invasion in the east and south of the country. But the cost has been unbearable. Meanwhile, the aid package for Ukraine is stalled in Congress. Can we still argue that the United States will stand with Ukraine for as long as it takes? You know, first of all, you point out something that we all need to be mindful of. On the eve of this second anniversary, the situation in Ukraine, there is a sense of desperation. And it is amplified by the foot dragging in the House on economic and military aid. Um, they desperately need our uh, U.S. munitions and equipment. And the retreat from Adivka and uh, Navalny's death only underscore how important it is that we stand up to Putin and that we really, this is not uh, no longer a war that is uh, one that is going to come to a resolution that is going to be uh, satisfactory without U.S. support. Ma'am, your focus is on Ukraine's economic recovery, but is it too soon to talk about recovery with the war still ongoing? No, absolutely not. I think one of the things to remember is, is that, uh, you know, Ukraine's economy is alive and active and resilient. And, and if you look at the data, it, you know, the GDP is up 5% year over year, investments up 17%. Tax revenue was up 25% in January. Inflation's down. Uh, the Black Sea Corridor is back up and operating, and the exports have uh, quadrupled from October, which is uh, the tech sector's grown 7% since 2022. And I think the thing to keep in mind, it's not just data. If you actually look at, you know, talk to various companies, you know, Coca-Cola, which has the largest bottling plant in Europe, is based in Ukraine. Uh, that plant was captured by the Russians early in the war. Several months later, the plant workers took back the plant and had it back up and operating within, you know, uh, by summer of 2022. And it produced, uh, you know, 690 bot million bottles of Coca-Cola and other products in 2023, and not one person was laid off. That kind of story cap encapsulates for me, uh, you know, the resilience, the determination, the economic activity that's going on in Ukraine. And so I think it's really important that we remember that Ukraine, 60% of Ukraine has not been touched by war. You go to Kyiv today and it's like being in another European city. Uh, there are people going to work, kids going to school, the retail is open. I, last time I was there, I got caught in a traffic jam. So it's, it's, there's a vibrancy in the economy that we cannot ignore.
Madam Secretary, my next question uh, is about U.S. defense contractors. I have seen some reporting indicating that there exists a de facto ban on Defense Department funding going to American firms if they have on-the-ground presence in Ukraine. Can you confirm whether this is official policy? And if so, is there any prospect of the administration reversing this position? It's my understanding that the administration is actively reviewing our policy on defense contractors in country. So I think it's a live topic right now and we don't have clear answers yet. Thank you. And last question. I attended your event at the Chicago Council on Global Affairs in Chicago. Um, You spoke very highly of Ukraine's uh, kind of entrepreneurial spirit in building out its drone program. Is there any way the U.S. can better support Ukrainian efforts in this sector? Yeah, well, let me step back. The number one thing we can do to support Ukraine is pass the supplemental in the House. Uh, And uh, you're exactly right. The drone manufacturing and the drone innovation that's going on on the ground during a war in Ukraine is extraordinary. There's a lot not only that we can do by in supporting them financially and also with American munitions and equipment. But the other thing we can do is learn a lot from the Ukrainians and what their what the uh, real experience is in a drone war, which is what this war, a big component of this war in Ukraine is. Let me just finally say, I think one of the things that we forget, and it's important to remember, that we're getting more than we're giving when we contribute to uh, Ukraine. Two thirds of the Uh, military dollars that we give basically come right back into 117 uh, production lines in 31 states in this country, in the United States. Howitzers in in Minnesota, Bradley's in uh, Alabama, HIMARS in New Jersey, and more. We're also getting fundamentally, the Ukrainian people are defending their sovereignty, but they're also defending global security and democracy. And so there's just a lot at stake here that I think we have to remember. And I think it's really important that the House takes action. Secretary Pritzker, thanks again for joining us and thank you for the work that you do. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.